Hey everyone, and welcome to this, the second episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. That's right. My name is Joe, and I'm joined again by my friend Tiller. Tiller, how are you feeling in this episode? Feeling pretty good. I'm um, having my second tea. Second tea in um, a row. With honey and apple, spicy cinnamon, and that's sorted me out. So amazing for yeah. those of you who listened to our first episode, we're filming this immediately after <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. we got so excited after realizing we both had seen the Spider Man movie that we wanted to That's talk right. about it. Yeah, we enjoyed the first one, we were like, we may as well just do a second one, you know, That's while right. we're here. So, yes, so this episode, we're um talking about Spider Man Beyond the Spider Verse, um, and ideally, the yeah, the game, the goal of this podcast mm. is for us to discuss these movies. Uh, things we like about them, mm. but just approach them from a Christian perspective. Mm. We're both Christians. Mm. Um, so yeah, just I guess initial thoughts, feelings towards the movie before you watched it, or I guess were you excited about it? Yes, yeah. I mean, we like everyone's been waiting for this movie for such a long time mm. to come out for like three years, I think, and so um, longer than that. So the the last one was in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, five, that's years. five years. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's been waiting. And I'll just f- say that, like, they did not disappoint. Like, yeah, they awesome. knocked it out of the park. Like, yep. it was amazing. Yeah. No, um, I went and watched it uh, at South Bank Cinemas with uh, two of my housemates. Unfortunately, um, one of my housemates was so uncomfortable in his si- seat that he had to leave the cinema. Oh, no. So, he didn't end up get to watch the, the film at all. Oh, and my dear. other housemate, he, he was dripped out in an Udi, like a Spider-Man Udi that I got oh, for great. him. Oh, great. Um, and he ended up sleeping like halfway through the movie and I had to wake him up like, you're missing the action. And I'm just like, what the heck, guys? <laughs> they were so, not as excited about it as you were. <laughs> okay. I was like locked in the whole time. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. No, yeah. that's, I'd say similar place. I was, I think I was hesitantly excited for it because the first one, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse mm. um, came out 2018, like I said. Yeah. Uh, that was a movie that I saw the trailer. I think I saw the the teaser trailer for it before that one came out. And I was again like, oh, this looks interesting, but Mm. it's coming from Sony Mm -hmm. and Sony makes really bad movies. Superhero (laughs) movies. (laughs) They had not made a good superhero movie in years. Yeah. Um, And so that one came out and I loved it. It was Mm. one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, Just so unique. Mm. And so again, five years later, saw the teaser trailer. I actually started watching the actual trailer until Mm. I realized how much of that was kind of revealed in the trailer. Mm. After but again, was a bit like, well, this is, is Sony we're talking about. Like yeah. they could drop the ball, <laughs> uh, but I was still like cautiously optimistic. Like mm. maybe this will, this, could this be as good as the first one? Yep. Um, and yeah, I'd say it's, yeah, it's up there. It's, yeah. It's definitely, I guess, hasn't let us down. Yeah. Um, so just a little bit before we get into it, I'll read Again, from Wikipedia, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a 2023 American computer animated superhero film Mm. featuring the Marvel Comics character Miles Morales. It was produced by Columbia Pictures and Sony Pictures in association with Marvel Mm. uh, and is a sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse set in a shared multiverse Mm. of alternate universes called the Spider-Verse. So, directed by Joaquim Dos Santos, Kemp Powers... Mm. Um, and stars Shamik Moore alongside Haley Steinfeld, Brian Tyree Henry, Luna Velez, Jake Johnson, um, Jason Schwartzman, and a variety of others. Mm. Sorry if I 
butchered any of those names. <laughs> but yes, uh, had a budget of one hundred million dollars. Yes. Um, so the previous one had a budget of eighty million. So they've yeah they saw the success. They're like, all right, wow. we'll, we'll up your game. Yeah. And already it came out last week, I think. Mm-hmm. So well, from when we're recording this, and it's already got a box office of. Two hundred and forty-seven million. Jeez. So it already made its money back. Yeah. Um. I think Perfect. a good a good rule I've heard is that, uh, for a movie to make its money back, it's ba- basically needs to make double yep. how much it cost for like the budget because they that doesn't include marketing costs. No. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Non-spoiler summary, Tiller. What happened in this movie? It's the second installment of the Adventures of Miles Morales after the first installment where he got gets bitten by a spider. He's obviously being Spider-Man in New York City, or was it uh, New Jersey? New no, Jer- it's New- is it New Jersey? No, it's New York City. I think it's New York City. Uh, being Spider-Man, and um, and he goes on another adventure, and he learns that there's like a whole other like world and universe of like Spider-Man, um, and so and it goes into so many cool themes and. Um, yeah, that we're going to talk about. So great, yeah. well done again. <laughs> on the spot, <laughs> on the spot, won us over once Spit again, Tiller. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll get into it a bit non-spoilers uh, before we, we we completely spoil this movie. So if you haven't mm. seen it yet, um, we'll try our very best to not ruin it for you by revealing anything too soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, just off the bat, um, what were some of the things that you just liked about this movie that you thought were done really well? Um, there wasn't like it's interesting. Um, like in terms of like the different type kinds of villains sort of were in the movie you, you had mm. like a very clear villain and then you had like a more a subtle anti-hero type sort of villain mm. um and then just like the movie sort of exploring themes of like control power mm. free will choices that you make and the consequences of those choices right um so those sort of themes popping up in a really deep way um just like graphics wise as well, like the movie like was just popping. Like mm. music was popping just as oh, good as so the first good. film. Um Miles, very relatable sort of character. Um that any like teenager growing up can relate to. Yeah. Because the relationship with the parents, growing up, puberty, all that sort of stuff. It's right. like super relatable so, Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how old is he meant to be in this movie? Like 15, 20, 16, I yeah, think. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's set a year after the first one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, I, I'd agree. I think um, probably the highlight for me is definitely the visuals and the animation style. Yeah. Like the first one, uh, just so unique, mm. beautiful. Mm. Like, I feel like with this kind of movie, you can pause it on any frame and mm. just print that out and hang it on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's art. Yeah, uh, that's, that's good. What I really liked as well, and this one compared to the first one, they explore a bit more of like the Spider-Verse, different dimensions. Mm. And they really played around with different art styles in yes. the different dimensions. Yeah. And I thought like it was really well done. Like for example, Gwen, um, I'm not sure what her spider, Spider-Man name is, but the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Spider-Gwen, maybe that, that, Spider-Gwen. that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like calling him Spider-Pin. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. Uh, but Spider-Gwen's universe, we saw it a little bit in um, the, oh, we just need to shut the door. I'll just go do that. All right, back from shutting the door. <laughs> um, 
we saw a little bit of her universe in the first movie. Yeah. And this one, we spend much more time in it. And it just has such like an amazing watercolor yep. palette. Yeah. Like, and the, the colors are changing based on her mood. And yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was really beautiful. And you get to see the, her story sort of her story, story unfold well. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Just that was the standout for me was the, the art, uh, the animation as well. Mm, um, animation was popping. Yeah. There's some really funny moments like tricks that they do with the animation as well comedy was great comedy well. was on point yeah. music like you said yeah amazing music once again yeah um, kind of hit all areas like really well like yeah yeah no it was yeah another great movie mm. um i thought as well the the plot i think this is more of like a coming of age story than the first one was like yep. maybe it's maybe the entire kind of set of movies mm. will be like that but mm. the first one is kind of like miles morales i guess getting comfortable in his skin, yeah, kind of finding his identity of like who he is in the world, and yep. um, I guess what his strengths are. Mm. But this one plays a lot more of their idea, like you're saying, control, freedom, mm. what it means to be your own man, and yes. kind of come into your own in yep. relationship with your family and with yeah. your parents, specifically for Miles. Yep. And I really liked a lot of that kind of discussion. Play, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely great family-friendly movie. Very lots of fun. A little darker than the first film, obviously. It's yeah, it's matured mature. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the themes there, I think, are a bit more serious. Mm. Um, but I think, again, like, fairly wholesome. Yep. Funny moments. Yeah. Anything you didn't like about it? Anything that you thought, I guess, um, wasn't as great as the first one? The cliffhanger! <laughs> um, yeah, there was just a lot of build-up and suspense. And yeah. it was just getting intense and more intense. And you're just like, oh, okay, it's like the resolution <laughs> coming and it doesn't. And you're just like, no! Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, this might be a little bit of a spoiler. Um, but I went into this not realizing it was a two-parter. Yeah. And so anyone else who's going to watch this, I think this is kind of a spoiler. Um, but you're probably better off going into it with the expectation and understanding that it is a part one mm. and the next movie uh, which is beyond the spider-verse i think mm. Mm. is like the part two so yes. that is oh that was so frustrating yeah. i did not see it coming <laughs> i can't get towards the end of the movie and i felt like this is it's like i'm watching a youtube video <laughs> and it's building to an ad break <laughs> yeah. like, what's happening here yeah, um, yeah and then it just like stops like- there's no post-credit scene it's just yeah. over and yeah, so, I forgot it wasn't a Marvel movie. I was like, I stood back. I like. Well, I, they had post credit scenes in the first one. Yeah, yeah, they had like the the whole meme. Was that with end. Marvel though? That's what they did that with Marvel, didn't they? I think this no, one. No, no, it's they're both exactly the same. So they're made by Sony in association with, with Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Right. So none yeah, none of them were like created by Marvel. Maybe Sony was like, we're not having a post credit for this one. They were like, we're yeah. vetoing the post credits. <laughs> well, my assumption would be that they've spent all their money, they're spending all their money on actually animating the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a couple of yeah. animators lying around to just That's animate fair. an extra That's scene. That's fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. That was disappointing. Like the, the, the credits rolled yeah. and my face is just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, yeah. What? I have to wait how long now? Yeah. Um, but no, I looked it up. It's only it's coming out March twenty fourteen. Uh, twenty twenty four, sorry. Yeah, okay. So okay. I think I think it's March. Yeah. So not too long away. Um another mm. thing I thought, and this might be contentious in mm. this room, mm. um, I did find it a bit long compared to the first movie. Yeah, it is quite long. It runs it's almost it's like over two hours it long. It is over two hours, two hours and ten minutes, I think. Uh and I definitely felt it. Like there's some movies I watch there was one recently that came out. I can't remember, mm. but it was like almost three hours long. Maybe yeah. oh, it, was, it was a superhero movie as well. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians it was. of the Galaxy was a long that was one. really long. Hours, yeah, 
But I felt it it felt longer for me in this movie than in Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Um, And that just comes down to, I think, the nature of the movie. Mm. The fact that it's about like a multiverse. Yeah. And they have so much about the multiverse that they need to get across. Yeah, there's so much going on in the film. They have to explain it. Yeah. Um, And and I think hopefully that means that the next movie, Mm. a lot of that will be lost and they'll Mm. just be able to pace it a lot better. Yes. But it does make me feel like rewatching this one would be like- slugfest just yeah. kind of push through like oh yes the multiverse again here's yeah. 30 minutes explaining it yeah um but overall amazing mm. really enjoyed it the villains yes hilarious yeah. great yeah. inspiring scary <laughs> yeah <laughs> what more can you say yeah 100%. um yeah okay so any other thoughts about non-spoiler stuff any other thoughts about non-spoiler stuff um I don't know. Maybe we just give our give our ratings then before we get into spoilers. How would you rate this, Taylor? Um, I give it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten, amazing. Ten is the cliffhanger. (laughs) Salty about. So, what's the first one? A ten out of (laughs) ten. The first one. Um, yeah, actually, that's a good question. Is this better or worse than the first one, in your opinion? No, the f- uh, I don't know if a sequel can be better than an original. It's really hard it's for tough, a sequel to be better than an original. The original is like you have some though. Some there are some sequels. There that are, are some than sequels originals. that are better than original. Um, but I would say it's just a really good sequel, and it didn't let yeah. down the original. It, like it's a good continuation. Yeah, there are some yeah. sequels where you, it ruins the first one. It does. This doesn't yeah. do that at all. Yeah. I think this one, if the, the first one, it's hard for me to put anything above the first one because. Mm. I think a big thing for me with movies is pacing. Yeah. Just there's no wasted time. You, you're just purely entertained the whole way through. No mm. point where you're checking your watch. The first one is just perfect. Yep. This one, a little bit of baggage in some yeah. points. Yeah. Still, like up there. My rating, I'd say it's it's pretty good. It's yeah. A pretty good movie. Well, the first one's like a first of its kind. Like That's no right. one's done something it's like in, that oh, before. Mate, it's it's like, setting like whole new movies exactly, coming to existence. Exactly. And so, like, it's hard to beat the original. It's hard to beat. Yeah. It's groundbreaking stuff. So. So that's it for our non-spoilers. Mm. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Support this kind of work. Mm. Um, we want more movies like this. We do. And the best way to get that is by buying tickets. <laughs> that's um, right. So go watch it. And now we're going to get into some spoilers. Mm. Um, so spoilers now. What are your thoughts or the things that you enjoyed about this tour? Mm, yeah. Um yeah, I just like the development of Miles' uh, story, sort mm. of him growing and, um, yeah, the, the movie exploring. Yeah, as you said, like a c- more coming of age. Like, yeah, like with his parents. There's that scene where he's um, rushing to the party yep. and it felt so relatable, like him getting there and he's like having this discussion with his parents and they're getting cross and there's people around yeah. and he's like, just let me be myself. Yeah. But then also at the same time, it's like, but he loves his parents mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like that whole dynamic is just so well yes. done. Yeah, and the, the it explores the theme of like trust, like yeah. him not being able to like trust his parents to tell them who he really is and like his real identity because he's like right. they're gonna judge me they yeah gonna, he's, like, he's scared of how they respond respond right and even yeah. you see that with gwen right with her dad responds terribly terribly <laughs> <laughs> tries to <Yeah>. arrest her <laughs> well um, i guess like it's because like humans like and we do this un- subconsciously as well we we sort of box people into in our minds into mm. like these people that we think like you're this person like right but like People are much more complicated than complicated. that. Complicated. He's got his own struggles and journey that are going That's through. Right. And, and their parents are trying to figure him out. 
Yeah, that's right. But like, they're not giving him that space to be himself, to be free Actually, and like, and because he needs to figure himself out. Exactly. Like they're exactly. trying to like work out what he wants, and he doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> How is he meant to tell them? Yeah, exactly. And um, the, and the thing is though, like the parents are doing all of that out of love. That's like, right. It's, it's comes they from care a place about of him. Love. They want the best for him. Yeah. It might be misguided sometimes. At times, but yeah. they love him. And mm. I think the whole like one of the things I loved about this movie, mm. Spider Man is always such a like a I guess a tragedy. Yes. His character is tragic. And yeah. you, you watch the Sam Raimi films. Yeah. He loves that, that side of Spider-Man where he just can't get anything, you know? Mm. Can't get a girlfriend, can't do well at school, can't yeah. have friends. Yeah. Um, in this movie, it's like, no, actually, he he's friends with his, his dad as Spider-Man. Like, the yeah. police are okay with him. They're yeah. chill. <laughs> um, his parents love him and care for him. Yeah. He does have all these fr- these other spider friends. Mm. Um, and that really comes down to the, the I mean, the whole pinnacle of the movie is like well actually does spider-man need the tragedy yes like does that define spider-man or not yeah they didn't answer for us (laughs) (laughs) we won't find answer the next movie yeah Um, but that kind of led to scenes where he's talking to his dad as spider-man i Mm. love that yes his dad just being so open and vulnerable and sharing Um, with a stranger rather than his own son. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He'd rather share with this masked guy yeah. than his own son. And but- Spider-Man's trying to like, give him a parenting advice. Like, hey, yeah. maybe like if you... Yeah. <laughs> but also from his own perspective yeah. as well. <laughs> oh, but that stuff's really good. Yeah, that was a good scene. I loved... I think it's the, the spot or whatever the villain is. Yes, he's Hilarious. a villain. Yeah. So good. And because yeah. he was in the trailers and I... Okay, I've got a whole theory about the next movie, but mm. I won't get, to get into it yet. Um... But watching the trailers, you and even from the start of the movie, you kind of get the impression that, oh, this is just like the, I mean, like Miles says, like the villain of the week, mm. you know, just the average villain. He's a bit of a bumbling idiot. Yep. Um, but then he becomes like the the mega <laughs> he does. scary villain. Yeah. And it, it, I thought that was done really well. Yes. Like he starts off and you're like, oh, this is a, who's this chump? Yeah. And then by then you're like, mate, he's scary. Like, yeah. He's got to yeah. win. Yeah, right. I honestly thought at first Spider-Man would be like done with him in like a scene. Like, yeah, that's, that's right. Like, how they set it up. Yeah. yeah, that was done really well. It was yeah. a bit of misdirection. Mm. Um, yeah. And then how did you find like, I guess a lot of this movie was set in this Spider-Verse, Spider-verse 2040, 2049 or whatever it is. Yeah. Miguel, the yeah. Spider-Man, his, his universe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was a lot of Spider-Man. So <laughs> there many, so Spider-Man, many references. My goodness. Um, but yeah, it's super interesting. Like how there's a like group of people, sort of like control, almost, almost like having that much power behind the scenes, like controlling things from like behind the scenes. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. That's right. Particularly Miguel, he's like running the show he's running everything and we don't even know what really he's where he's from what what he's like we know a little bit about his story in the film about like you know he loses his oh his family's gone and he tries to find another family then he destroys that universe (laughs) and so i think it's interesting how like he's trying to make up for like the past Mm. but he's actually like turning into this like control villain. villain freak like yeah and as the movie builds you can like see it in him like there's up close shots of his face the dark circles under his eyes yeah. they do that really well you kind of like you kind of like you it, can see like this he becomes scary yeah he, he's like on the hinges yeah. he's like about to pop off almost yeah so, oh mate i'll unpack okay this is my theory yeah okay. so the spot person is kind of the big bad yeah in this movie he's mm. the guy who's Jumping dimension to, me- to dimension, he um, 
Well, for those who haven't seen it, he basically was created by Miles Morales in the first movie. Because mm. this is, guy was a scientist who was messing around with um, cos- like interdimensional stuff. Yep. Using the big black hole creator particle yep. cannon that mm. Miles blew up. Mm-hmm. And in blowing it up, it actually converted him into this interdimensional being mm. that could create portals to other dimensions. Mm-hmm. And so at the start of the movie, you're just trying to get revenge, trying to steal some money, mm. trying to, you know, take it out of Miles. Funny scene. Yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. Like he's still figuring things out. Yeah. Um, but as the movie progresses, he starts jumping dimension to dimension, mm. absorbing more matter mm. to get to the point where he can go and actually destroy like Miles' family and yeah. all these things. So he's, yeah. the, he's the villain. He's the big bad guy. <laughs> but... I think you watch the movie and you start to see some, like some subtle undergirding things. Yes. So Miguel, right? Yeah. Miles rocks up at this planet, and yep. it's all like futuristic, posh, mm. like bright lights. Yeah. But there's a, a scene later in the movie where actually Miles is told by Miguel that he has to let his father die because mm. that's part of Spider-Man's story. You know, mm. he's always loses like a someone close to him, mm. and Miles is like, "Nah, I'm gonna go save him." So he gets chased all through this world yeah and they actually go below this tower yeah and i was surprised I'm like this is actually like there's a seedy underbelly to the yeah. city that they've just built over <laughs> oh wow i actually didn't even like pick up on that yeah so i was like good- so for me that's i don't think that's an accidental thing and no. this, my theory is that yeah. miguel isn't exactly who he says he has says he is so in the movie you kind of see that he's not really spider-man he yeah. climbs with claws yeah. Has to inject like super venom into him. Yeah. He's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, a bit scary. <laughs> yeah. I want to judge a book by its cover, but you're sucking blood. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think the story that he's shared about why he's stopping, like he's letting all the Spider-Men, their family die. I think he's lying about it. Yeah. And this is the, th- the theory I share with my wife. Um, I th- I told her that. I think the next movie. Mm. So this. You know, I could be accurate, guys. Yeah. Like, so, if you don't want to be spoiled for the next movie, maybe skip ahead a couple right. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gift of prophecy. <laughs> um, no, so I think this spot is probably going to take up maybe the first quarter of the next movie. Yeah. And they're going to resolve that whole situation. Yep. He's going to save his dad, probably. Mm. But they're going to discover that, and this is it, Miguel is actually a villain who's mm. been wronged by Spider-Man in some way. Maybe Spider-Man caused him to lose his family. Wow. Maybe Spider-Man wasn't able to save everyone and so his family died. Yes. Or Spider-Man chose his his like partner or his family yeah. over Miguel's family. Mm. And so now Miguel is like, well, I'm going to take it out on every Spider-Man. Yeah. They all have to lose the people close to them because I Whoa. had to. So that's, yeah. you know, that's my theory. And yeah. I think the big like finale next movie will be... Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love it. Them taking him down. I love it. That's a good thing. That's the Good Friday fr- film prediction. <laughs> <laughs> good Friday film first. theories. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Well, a- any other thoughts about like what you enjoyed about the movie, about the plot, or anything that you didn't like specifically? Um, you know, I didn't like. Um, there's not much that I. No, it's pretty like. good. Like it's a pretty good film. The um, Lego scene, hilarious. Yes, so yeah. good. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, that was Lego animated scene, by a 14 year old kid. What? So he's a guy on YouTube who he made a Lego version of the trailer. Yeah. And then they got him to animate a short scene mm. for them. Yeah. So that was impressive. That was really cool. Yeah. One of the funniest moments in the movie where they're like, like beep, boop, boop. There's an event. <laughs> Thanks, Lego Spider-Man. You're one of our best. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of comedy oh, gold you can catch stuff. there. Yeah. Um, okay, well, what did you think about, I guess, some of the values that 
it was getting across. What was what was the message of this movie? Um, yeah, uh, like control. Control's definitely like um, an element in there. Um, Miguel trying to control everything. Mm, sure. Um, and that control is rooted probably in fear, right? Maybe of loss. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. Because yeah. that's what he's he's talking yeah. about. He's like, he lost his family, he's lost his family, yeah. and so now we can't lose anything else. Can't lose anything else. That's yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, which is interesting. Um, just very in like in the Christian faith, like the fear of um, losing things can uh, really like have sort of like a big grip on your life mm. uh, when you prioritize. Idols, idols are things that you like put before God, and so mm. um, you can really become a control freak when you uh, prioritize things before God uh, because you're afraid of losing those things, yeah. whether it's relationships or, um, and I don't know, like money, whatever it might be. When you put those things before God, you really can turn into this control freak. You've got to start managing these things and like. Mm. So I just see that in, in in the character of Miguel. Yeah, and even in Miles' parents, I yes. think you're right. You've hit the nail on the head. That concept of fear leading to control or mm. leading to um, there's this lack of trust. Yes, uh, the Bible is really big on fear. Mm. Like, there's so many verses around. You know, do not be afraid. Yes, you've got to give all your fear to God. Yep. Um, because with that fear, mm. all of a sudden we can't let go of control. Mm. Um, and we talked about it in our last episode, I think, as well, because Batman's big on fear. Mm. Um, but Jesus is really all about being king. Mm. He's the guy who knows what's best for us. Mm. He's the guy who wants to be making the decisions in our life. Yep. Um, and if we hold on to these elements of fear of like, um, for example, <clears throat> personal example would be trying to work out um, what I do for work. So yep. I, I currently work um, with a campus ministry, mm. um, but trying to work out, oh, should I work with them? Should I work like in a different career? How can mm. I best be serving God? Mm. And just you get so caught up on being scared of what your decision mm. like causes to happen. Like what if I make the wrong choice? Exactly. What if I make a decision that um, puts me in a worse place? Mm. Uh, what if I make a decision that doesn't let me serve God as well? Yep. Um, and that almost, it's funny because a lot of this stuff stems back to pride. Mm. So this this element of fear comes from a place where I think I have such authority and such control over my life that I can determine mm. what happens in it and what goes well and what doesn't go well. Mm. And God has said to us, actually, you know, I am the one who's in control. Yep. I'm the person who has the authority. I'm the person who knows what's best. Yep. Um, and if we just trust him, <clears throat> let go of that fear mm. and just trust that he actually can make the decisions for us, mm. then all of a sudden we won't be so stressed. <laughs> yeah. We won't be so caught up in making exactly the right decisions. Yes. Um, like, you know, oh, which school is he going to go to or is he making it to all these interviews in time? Yeah. Or these kind of things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Yeah. Here's a fun fact for you guys. Um, in the Bible, uh, the phrase do not be afraid is written in the Bible 365 times. Oh, dear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> one for every day of the year. <laughs> so Read one verse each day. Yeah. Do yeah. not be afraid. I it's a, it's really a big awesome. theme. Yeah. yeah. And some really helpful verses as well I found is like if you, some of those ones, if you get them in your, your mind, like I think it's, um, was it 1 Peter 5, 7, so cast all your anxiety. Yes. Because he cares for you. Yep. 
or is it Philippians four six? It's like do not be afraid of anything. Yeah. But in everything with prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Or in Mark chapter six, where Jesus says, Do not be afraid to Jairus who um is told by people like, Oh, your daughter's dead, like there's no yeah. point in like yeah. um bringing this Jesus guy to do this miracle for you. But That's he, right. Jesus says, Don't be afraid, like keep believing in me. And That's so, right. Yeah. So it's a really big, big theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of the extremes, I guess we can go to when we don't have something to, to trust in. Exactly. We don't have a solution for our fear. Yeah. It can really drive us to, to bad places. Yes. Um, yeah. And you don't realize it because in your mind, you're, th- you think you're doing good. Like, yeah. In your mind, you're like, you're well, I've got to stop it from, I've happening. got to stop it from happening. In reality, you're actually causing harm. But you, yeah. you're so disillusioned that you don't see that. Yeah. yeah. That's a really, really big theme. Mm. And even the concept, this is separate. Um, I really liked the, the idea of the battle Miles has in relationship with his parents. Yes. Um, and this is like a common I guess, story in Spider-Man, but normally it's with his, his aunt. Mm. Um, but weighing up, I guess, what he wants to do. Mm. He loves being Spider-Man. And of course, Spider-Man is good. Like he helps lots of people. Yep. But his parents, what his parents want for him, and his parents want him to do well at school. Yeah. To, I guess honor them. Yeah. Um, and to show up in time for classes. Yep. Really set himself up well for the future. Yeah. Um, and I think the Bible also talks about our relationship with our parents. <laughs> yeah, it does. And there are times as I knew growing up, um, I butt heads with my parents oh, quite a lot. Mate. Um, yeah. and the Bible's very clear of like, we've got to honor our parents, even if we disagree with them. Yeah. Um, we've got to be respectful to them mm. and trust mm. again yeah. that God has placed us within that relationship for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. Um, within that dynamic, dynamic for a reason. Yeah. So I thought that was covered very well. I think the idea of they, they didn't say like miles is in the right necessarily. Yeah. Um, I think they did potentially, um, the message they got out of that was like the parents needed to let go. Mm, more yeah um, which is not necessarily a wrong thing mm. um, but i think we can't lose sight of the aspect of mars wasn't r- necessarily rude to his parents Mm-mm. he tried to be respectful although he did completely disobey them several mm. times <laughs> yeah yeah um but no yeah yeah no well like parents are in a th- the first authority figure in our lives for a reason mm. like it's because like they're meant to reflect god's authority to us and so um that eventually when we do get older we can like recognize god's authority and like that's right um, sort of sub- surrender ourselves to God's authority, and so that's all right. Um, yeah, yeah, very interesting point. Yeah, <clears throat> youth group um, takeaway for the movie. You know, as Miles Morales <laughs> had to save the multiverse, Jesus Christ saved our universe. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Um, Amen. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> moving on from that, I think. Yeah. Overall, pretty great movie. Great really movie. enjoyed it. Yeah. For sure. Bit more scary, a couple of more intense scenes. Yes, a little more darker uh, than the first one, but um, and the ending. He's, he's ending. in an alternate timeline. Yes. Oh he my goodness, that. that's so stressful. So stressful. Um, how are they gonna fix that? You know, I do like how um, Gwen goes and rallies like the OG Spider Man. Yeah, we're gonna the first see film. Noir's Spider Man. My yes. favorite one. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna probably be big battle scene between like yeah. spider-man having to choose like you got miguel's team versus um yeah that's my theory anyway i think you're right yeah yeah i agree it looks pretty obvious but the yeah. action as well was really yes, well animated action was really well animated it was just popping there um, was a scene of them just swinging through like him and gwen just swinging through the city city yeah just casual and i'm like this looks great yeah um there yeah. Are great shots we um, could rave about this for hours I we, think. Could. <laughs> we could yeah um let me just 
Got some IMDb trivia here. This has only recently come out, so <laughs> IMDb trivia, trivia is not as full as you'd expect mm. it to be. But as always, it's a great source of wisdom. Mm. Uh, here we go. Marks the second time a theatrical film franchise from Sony Pictures Animation features three installments after Hotel Transylvania 3. There you go. Wow. This does not count open <laughs> season three as that film released in direct video uh, So great piece go. of trivia. Here's another one. The 14th theatrically released third installment to an animated film franchise of all time. Can you guess some of the others? The 14th. <laughs> the 14th theatrically released third installment. Third installment. Ah, to Toy Story? Sure. Toy Story 3, that's there. Yep. Madagascar 3, Madagascar Kung Fu Panda 3, 3, Panda SpongeBob 3. movie, Sponge Cars on the 3? Run. Cars 3, I think, is there. Yeah. We've got Pokemon 3, the movie. Yeah. Um, Trolls Band Together, a classic. <laughs> So, yeah, there we go. I am to be coming in again with the win Hot. on the trivia. Fire. <laughs> Hot off the press. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Tiller, uh, unless we have anything more to say about that movie. Go watch it. Um, go you watch won't it. regret it. Um, you're going to have a fun time. Yeah. Great. Great time. I'd say take the family. It is a bit long. Make sure you go to the toilet before you go in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Fine. All right. Well, what are you looking forward to? Or I guess what else have you been watching recently, Tiller? What have I watched recently? Um... Wow, yeah, I haven't gotten around to watching too many films. Um, so, as we do this podcast, I'm probably going to do more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get so, you more ingrained yeah. <laughs> into films. Um, but, you know, there's so many great films that I've watched in the past that we could, like, uh, do podcasts. Yeah, on. let us know uh, what movies you guys want us to cover. Yeah, if you've got any recommendations um, that aren't... I will not do horror films. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's not too many, so that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Even classics. Um, Would you, like a psycho? Like Black a and white. Psycho. Yeah. What about thriller films? I like thriller films. Okay. Um, right. Dark Knight's considered a thriller. Oh, um, yeah, I guess yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, I, I think there's some scarier thriller movies in horror. Yeah. Um, I watched, I was saying to you, I watched the movie Sisu. Sisu, yeah, right. which is basically, I think it's like some international version of um, John Wick. Um, yeah. And I, I, I really enjoyed the concept. So I saw the trailer for this and I was like, this has lots of potential. Basically, mm. the plot revolves around this gold miner mm. in the Second World War, mm. finds some gold and then some Nazis try and steal it. And so he yeah. goes on this killing spree to take his yeah, gold back. Wow. Yeah. And so... Definitely not as compelling a plot point <laughs> yeah. as John Wick. Like, I think I can get behind Revenge for a Dog more than Gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I think overall, probably a bit disappointed by it. Like, mm. again, so. very long. The budget showed quite a bit. Yeah, okay. Um, acting wasn't the best. Mm. But I had some cool moments. Very gory. So, yeah, okay. definitely don't watch it if violence and gore is kind of... Mm. I'd say it's gorier than John Wick in some yeah, aspects. Okay. Um, but yeah, are they was, doing a second installment of the Batman? The Batman, yeah, that's just they've got a writer strike at the moment, so they've postponed uh, okay. filming that. Yeah, but yeah, looking forward to that one looking too. Forward to that one, the first one's great. So great. Well, this concludes the second episode of Good Friday Films. Thank yeah. you very much for listening, everyone. Yep. Um, next episode, we will be back in again with our Batman trilogy. That's right, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. Get excited. Get excited. Get hyped. And yeah. if you're following along, maybe watch it as well so you are up to date. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 